Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. Two man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. <clears throat> 30 years ago, we said, <clears throat> one day we'll be evangelizing together. And if the day finally came. Both of us fell in love with Jesus as, as young men. And uh, he became the absolute center of our life. Amen. We were both on a journey. Uh, you know, Paul was on a journey to come back to the Catholic faith. I was on a journey to understand Catholicism. But uh, I can tell you this. The greatest moment of my life is getting to know Jesus. Amen. And opening my heart to him. And, and, and uh, that, that happened something like 35 years ago. And I've never... Oh, man, Paul, I've never had any regrets. <laughs> Me either, brother. Yeah, it's it's amazing on, on how fast the time goes, huh? Yeah, and we'll I, be talking I, about I, this on the other side of eternity one day. Yeah, hey, Jess, I, I can tell you this about, you know, when you serve the Lord, um, uh, nothing else becomes important in life. Uh, it's like truly, uh, you know, it's that pearl of great value that you just, uh, everything else just, um, you know, is irrelevant when it comes to, uh, you know, once you begin to feast on the riches of the, uh, uh, of, of Christ, there's nothing like it. Amen. Amen, Paul. Hey, we have a lot of pro-life news that we're going to talk about. We're going to be top yeah. heavy because this is the issue right now that's splitting our country right in half. Let's just be honest. Uh, the issue of abortion, uh, this splits the country right down the middle. You know, the secular humanists, the, the godless, the, the, uh, uh, the lukewarm, the faithless from those people of faith and those patriots. And so uh, the first thing that I want to do is there's a video of Heidi Matsky. Uh, this is a female. She works for a, a, a pregnancy counseling center. She told Congress that a man approached her pregnancy care center armed with a machete. This should never happen. A mm-hmm. bunch of women working at pregnancy counseling centers, and they're afraid of men coming in there with machetes because they're trying to help women. This is disgusting, but I want you to hear the clip from Heidi Matsky. Uh, I want you to hear her own words. Mr. Engineer, can you play the clip? We have been forced to hire 24-hour on-site security. We've had to reinforce doors and bulletproof our walls. We've had to paint our building with anti-graffiti coating. We've added cameras, armed our staff with pepper spray, and stopped running our mobile clinic because of threats of violence. We have been forced to expend valuable resources, resources for women of up to $150,000 just to protect ourselves, Why? Because we offer free care to women. What we do, though, is worth the risk. Every community needs a place for women facing unplanned pregnancies who are seeking dependable medical resources in a safe, caring environment during one of the most difficult times of their lives. You are pregnant. Three of the most powerful words a woman will hear in her life. For some, The words bring incredible joy, and for others, incredible fear. Mm. Both deserve support. 
I thank you for the privilege of sharing with you a brief glimpse of hope, service, and compassion our pregnancy centers and so many others across this great country provide to women every single day. Thank you, Ms. This, this brave woman, Heidi Matsky, she told Congress, she testified at a Senate Judiciary Committee about the dangers of uh, running a, a pregnancy counseling center right now. And, Paul, this th- this is something that just, I mean, I'm asking myself, where's the Department of Justice? Where yeah. are they? Y- yeah. y- y- you, know, you know what the Department of Justice is, is, is called in my book? The Department of Injustice. Yeah. There, there's no justice, Paul. Well, just, justice. We, yeah. We, we used to say about uh, police officers that uh, don't do their job, don't do what uh, they swore to do. We used to say there, don't tarnish the badge. Remember that saying? Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and I can say that this Justice Department, uh, seemingly the FBI, the, the actual justice you know department as far as prosecutions I have never seen it so uh, political Jess and uh, you know I mean when we would when we would enforce the law we would do it equally it didn't matter we didn't care if, if you were conservative if you were uh, uh, liberal uh, and in fact uh, we dealt mostly with liberals right yeah. <laughs> out there um, right uh, you know in, you know in the um, in certain neighborhoods that are just uh, you know uh, a high crime rate. I mean, that's just the facts of life. But you know what? Beyond all of that, they're people. And uh, justice, Lady Lady Justice is supposed to be blind from everything that I was ever taught. But it seems to me like the, uh, the justice system has been weaponized. Against us, Paul. It's been weaponized yeah. against us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and let, let me share a, a few more pro-life news items across the country. Um, 58% of Americans want Attorney General Merrick Garland to enforce the federal law that prohibits uh, protests at the homes of Supreme Court justices, according to a new Judicial Network poll. The poll also queried Americans about pro-abortion violence, with 59% of respondents saying they are less likely to vote for an elected official who refuses to speak out against acts of rage, vandalism, and violence against a pregnancy resource center, including 61% of independents and 49% of Democrats. Well, so that's, that's, that's good news. They're putting pressure yeah. on Merrick Garland. Yeah. How about this one? University stands by pro-life speaker. Pro-abortion medical students walked out of a ceremony at the University of Michigan Medical School to protest pro-life keynote speaker Dr. Kristen Collier. She said, quote, when over 400 people sign a petition demanding Collier's invitation be rescinded, the University of Michigan refused, saying her speech was about medicine, not politics. In retaliation, roughly half of the students walked out. Yeah, our, our, our Marxist uh, university systems that brainwash our kids. And how about this pro-life news? Justice Alito, he calls out the global establishment. Justice Samuel Alito, during a speech at the University of Notre Dame's Religious Liberty Summit last week, called out foreign leaders who had publicly criticized the repeal of Roe v. Wade. Alito called it an honor to have written the Supreme Court decision, which was lambasted by a whole string of foreign leaders. He said naming former UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson, French President Emmanuel Macron, 
Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex. So Justice Alito, Paul, is holding the line. He is holding uh, He's not. He's not allowing these uh, international, uh, you know, leaders in, to intimidate him because they're talking. They're talking against him. He's not allowing them to adim- intimidate him one bit. Good for him. Yeah, culture of death that we live in just is uh, is kind of gone out of control. You know, I'm I'm, I'm reminded of the words. You know, uh, we often say that we we believe that we're heading toward. Uh, end times and we've been in end times for quite a long time yeah. but but you know uh, the the question jesus asks when the son of man returns will he find faith right. and 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 a lot of times you know people people say well that's a ridiculous question there's people of faith all around but are there jess and are there people who are willing to stand for righteousness and and bleed for the truth i'm not so sure I'll yeah. say few, Paul. I'll say few. Yeah, I, I, and I would have to agree with you. That's why Jesus says, uh, "Many are called, but few are chosen." And He yeah. says, "Strive to en- enter by the narrow gate." Yeah, uh, yeah. Then He didn't call it the wide gate. He, the wide gate is is the people that walk towards perdition. Well, yeah. here's a here's a bit of good pro life news. There's a there's a tweet, uh, and this this is uh, this is definitely good news. Myra Rodriguez, she was the director of Planned Parenthood Arizona. She ran, she ran all the Planned Parenthoods in Arizona. Uh, Bishop Olmsted, who's re, who retired this last Saturday, Bishop Olmsted for 17 years, he'd go two or three times a year in front of these abortion clinics with a rosary and with several people, and he would pray. He would do it like on Christmas Day. He would do it on Good Friday. He, he picked three days where he'd go out to an abortion clinic and he would pray uh, with a rosary and with hundreds of people with him. Myra Rodriguez, she said that as she would look out her window and see a bishop praying with the rosary, she said, this had a big effect on me. It had a, it had a huge effect on me. And she ended up Quitting Planned Parenthood as the director of Arizona. And she ended up coming back to the Catholic Church and just getting a regular job. Wow. And Yeah. And so, yeah, she'd been working for Planned Parenthood since 2002. And she said, I would just look out the window every year, several times a year. I would see this bishop praying the rosary. And she said, it had such an impact on me. I couldn't, I could no longer do this. Yeah, Jess, can you imagine uh, when you, when you look out the window and you're, you know, you're running a, an abortion clinic, for lack of a better word. I mean, that's essentially what they are. That's what they, they specialize in. Yeah. But when you see somebody out there praying, it would cause anybody to uh, a, a little introspection, a little, a little uh, uh, examine myself and see where where am I at? Why am I at odds? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It caused her to do a little bit of introspection. Jesus 911 Two Man Car, just Romero Paul Clay. We're gonna talk next about the uh, pregnancy care center director, again Heidi Matz. They've been forced to spend hundred fifty thousand dollars to protect themselves. Now
now. Back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol Jesus 911. So once again, as we were saying, the director of a pregnancy care center in Sacramento, California, she testified before Congress. Her name's Heidi Matz. She said that she's had to spend $150,000 in valuable resources to protect themselves. These are, these are volunteers. A lot of them are volunteers. A few are paid. They don't get paid much. Trust me. I know people that work in these places. They're, they're just, they're holy people. They're saints. Um, they, all they want to do is help women, but now they're having to use a lot of money to protect themselves against violent assault, vandalism. Somebody armed with a machete threatened them the other day. Over the last five years, American care centers have served nearly 2 million women who are faced with pregnancy and wanted an alternative to abortion. Yet pregnancy care centers from coast to coast are being targeted for violent assaults of vandalism and hateful attacks online and in the media. Heidi Matz, the executive director of Alternatives Pregnancy Center, told the Senate Judiciary Committee at a hearing uh, entitled A Post-Roe America, The Legal Consequences of the Dobbs Decision. She said, just last week, the exhibit shows a man approached our care center with an armed machete. We've been forced to hire 24-hour security on site. We've had to reinforce doors and bulletproof our walls. We've had to paint our building with anti-graffiti coating. We've added cameras, armed our staff with pepper spray, and stopped running our mobile clinic because of threats of violence. Paul, this should never happen in America. This sounds like no. a communist country. Well, well, you know, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me, Jess, that it just depends on your politics. Because uh, I, I distinctly remember dealing with the Planned Parenthood centers uh, in some of the areas that I worked. And uh, the one thing that I was blown away by is they had well-paid security. Some of them were actually ex-law enforcement. I mean, I saw at one point there was a, a gentleman who was head of the security and he was an ex-SWAT team member. Uh, it seems to me that the culture of death and those that you know, uh, support it, uh, uh, they're being well-funded in order to protect themselves. Uh, whereas people who are trying to do the honorable thing and give people uh, uh, options and let them know that, hey, uh, this child has, has value. This child is not just something to be discarded. This child is unique, the unique creation of God. And these people are like, like lambs led to the slaughter. They're just thrown out there and uh, let the wolves get them. And uh, nobody seems to care. But I'm, uh, I'm so glad that she's speaking up and she should shame our lawmakers into uh, doing something about this. Like you said, Justice Department, where are you? Yeah. Car 52, where are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, this is, this is sad. I mean, um, Heidi, Mat Heidi Matsky, she says, you are pregnant. Three of the most powerful words a woman will hear in her life. For some, the words bring incredible joy. For others, incredible fear. Both deserve support. Heidi Matsky explained that her pregnancy center offers compassionate, holistic care, ministering in whatever gentle ways we can to the physical, emotional, and even spiritual needs of pregnant women. Mm. Yeah, I'm talking, I've met people that work in these places. The, 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 these are the, the, the cream of the crop 
in Catholicism. I mean, yeah, these, the, and, and these people are doing, Paul, they go to work every day, whether they realize it or not. They're doing hand-to-hand combat with demons. Yeah. In, and they're not all... Every, every day. And yeah. they're the most... They're the Again, these are the salt of the earth Catholics that volunteer or work for these places. I've met I've met dozens yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah, and there's many Protestants that that work hand in hand with them as well, Jess. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's an area where Catholics and Protestants collaborate. Definitely. A, a, a Protestant that loves Jesus and a Catholic that loves Jesus, that's exactly where we collaborate. Yeah. So uh, and exactly where we should collaborate because uh, we're talking about uh, a group of society, these unborn children that don't have a voice that that are just the most vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Heidi Matt says it grieves me that since the Supreme Court announces Dobbs decision, a great deal of misinformation has been spread about who we are and what we do. So let me share with you some of the facts. Our clinic is one of the nearly 3,000 pregnancy care centers serving women across America. Each year, hundreds of thousands come to our clinics looking for free medical care, emotional care, and practical resources that will enable them to carry their pregnancies to term. Mm-hmm. Our clinic alone in Sacramento provides over 1 million of free medical services each year to women who come to us. We charge them nothing. That, we, that means we never financially benefit from any choice a woman makes. We make no profit of any kind off the woman who turn, us, who turn to us for help. We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, prenatal visits up to 24 weeks, well woman visits. We test for STDs. We offer abortion pill reversal services, abortion recovery counseling and parenting classes. And if finances are a problem, we have diapers, wipes, baby formula, baby food, baby clothing, baby supplies. And if a woman needs a hotel room, we provide that as well. We pay for all of that. Nice. It, it, it doesn't matter who she is or where she comes from or what her past is. At our center, all medical services are provided by a staff of licensed medical professionals, including doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, and medical assistants. They are deeply compassionate people because most of them have experienced abortion for themselves. Our OBGYN doctor was an abortionist. When a woman comes in so afraid of what an unplanned pregnancy might mean for her life, her ambitions, her relationships, we do not urge her to make any decision. We listen. We try to hear her heart. We offer professional services and emotional support. Whether she chooses parenting, adoption, or abortion, we continue to be there for her for years if necessary. Many women choose abortion because they lack the resources and support they need confidently uh, and, and, and need to confidently choose to parent. Paul, I'm going to tell you uh, uh, there's two two reasons why abortion became such a big problem. Mm-hmm. Number one, when welfare was introduced into this country in the 1960s by, by Lyndon B. Johnson, welfare started giving free money to women that didn't have a husband and that were pregnant or had, or had children. Mm-hmm. For each child, they had got several hundred dollars in welfare money and other benefits. What that, what ended up Two things happened there, and this happened in the 60s. Well, this is in the midst of the sexual revolution. What happened is it made a lot of men irresponsible. A lot of men said, heck, you know what? I can leave my wife. You know, she's got half a dozen kids. That that work, that work girl at work looks a lot better than my wife. Uh, you know what? It's time to move on. That's okay. The government will take care of her. The government will take care of the kids. 
And so it made it made, it gave the men the sense of entitlement and it made them lazy and irresponsible. Now here's something that most people don't know. And I got the data from this from Larry Elder in one of his books. The black family was the most intact family in the 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. The black family, they had the lowest divorce rate in the United States of America as compared to Asians, whites, Jews, and Hispanics. Blacks had the lowest divorce rate in the United States of America for decades. All that changed after the Lyndon B. Johnson Great New Deal welfare reform because when you start giving people free money and free entitlements, what it does, like St. Paul says, whoever doesn't work should not eat. But a lot of people are saying, I don't got to work. The government's going to take care of my woman. I'll move on to another relationship and the government will pay for my kids. I can yeah. You know, that was definitely one aspect of it, Jess, but this this culture war, like you said, this sexual revolution and cultural war that was going on in the 60s, it was just so much, you know, after a while they developed the no-fault divorce, right? That was just another thing that just another attack on the family. Uh, You know, uh, there's so many um, areas that our society is just being, uh, uh, the fact that uh, two, uh, two, uh, two working parents in the workforce. You know, you need, you need. Uh, it's unfortunate, but it, it's gotten to the point now. It used to be where the husband would go out and uh, he would uh, bring home the bacon, so to speak, and 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 the wife would be at home you know, caring for the children, uh, running running the household. But uh, in this modern age, uh, we got a bunch of latchkey kids that are just basically left at home while the parents are out at work. And these kids are essentially raising themselves. And unfortunately, the biggest thing that they take in is television. And we all know what's happened to television, even in our lifetime, Jess. It went from the innocence of, uh, you know, the, the, the Ricky and Lucy to yeah. the things that you see now. Now you can get full on porn right across uh, on your TV set. Yeah, you're right, Paul. Uh, yeah. And again, the, these are these are all the little these are all the little strategies of Satan mm-hmm. to try to, to try to pull people away from God, to try to, to try to, to try to, uh, basically make you fall away from your Catholic faith, fall away from the Lord. He tries to, he tries to tantalize you with creature comforts. He tries to tantalize you with the things of this world with, with materialism. The- yeah. 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 And, you know, Jess, and, and, and let's not, you know, forget to mention, which we always mention on this broadcast, is the attack that's happening on holiness in the church. So, you you know, you take all of those things, the secularization uh, uh, of man, the man-centeredness, uh, 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 you know, their, their new philosophy on life where man is the center of everything uh, and out with God and and that's a recipe for disaster. And we see it all around us. We see casualties of war all around us. And uh, it's unfortunate. But the but the, the you know, the biggest casualty is those we're talking about, those that cannot defend themselves, an innocent child. Paul, and unfortunately, but here's another thing that that added to the uh, the corruption of the culture. Pornography was started in the 60s. 
and it was legalized by the U.S. Supreme Court to be put on put on the screen on a big screen. Playboy was started actually in 1955. Uh, Penthouse was started in 1968. Um, uh, uh, the other one, Hustler, was started in 1972. Mm-hmm. U.S. Supreme Court legalized pornography on the big screen in 1969. That was uh, these were all attacks on the family. Our, our, our sister Lucia from Fatima, she said that the final attacks of Satan will be against the family and marriage. Right. And we're, and and we're if, seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if you take sex, you know, this, you know, sex outside of the marriage and you begin to, uh, uh, objectify women in this, you know, they're just objects. They're just, uh, you know, as, as they're depicted in these magazines, yeah. uh, of course, abortion is going to skyrocket because there is absolutely no connection. I mean, this this idea of you can go out and go to the bar and score for the night, uh, yeah. you know, uh, they don't want to bring children into those. They're not even relationships. No, no. Wow. Jesus 911, two-man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. We, uh, we're going to be talking about... Uh, there's almost 60 pregnancy centers that have been attacked since May of this year. And there's no word from the Biden administration. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. This is the show where we file, fire missiles of truth to, into a wall of lies. Jess Romero, Paul Clay. I want you to hear a small clip from uh, another person that uh, in the news that's sharing that almost 60 pregnancy centers have been attacked since May with no word from the Biden administration. Can you imagine... If Catholics and Protestants had attacked 60 Planned Parenthood abortion mm. mills, it, what, there would, Paul, there would be martial law looking for every single one of them, and they get the they'd get the yeah. January 6th treatment. Yeah, I can guarantee. That's absolutely right, Jess. I can guarantee you that the Justice Department will be. Uh, they will look like lynch mobs going out looking for the perpetrators. Everybody knows this. And again, it just goes to show you, we wrestle not with flesh and blood, Jess. Yeah. But these are. This is a spiritual battle, and we have to remember that Satan, the prince and power of the airs, mm-hmm. this is his world. And uh, God tells us we're in hand-to-hand combat right now. We are we are sent out into the world, empowered by the Holy Spirit, uh, in order to uh, 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 champion the cause of Christ in a culture of death. That, yeah, yeah. The yes. Department of Engine Family <laughs> Action, Capitol Hill Pregnancy Center, Mountain Area Pregnancy Services. Compass Cares Buffalo Office, the Lennon Pregnancy Center. What do these places have in common? They are five of the 57 pro-life pregnancy resource centers that have been attacked since May. They've been firebombed, sustained broken windows, and have had menacing threats spray painted all over their walls. Their crime? Providing services like counseling, diapers, formula, and ultrasounds. 
all free of charge to support the women and children in their local communities. This domestic terrorism needs to stop. Catholic Vote is continuously updating a Violence Against Pro-Life Centers tracker to make sure these attacks don't go unnoticed. Our public officials and justice system need to be held accountable. Here is an example. In early July, congressional Democrats put forward a proposal to funnel more money to protect abortion facilities. But another Iowa representative had other ideas. Representative Ashley Hinson from Iowa cited Catholic Vote's violence tracker and map and proposed her own amendment to protect pro-life pregnancy care centers. And Democrats were left with no choice but to agree. If this budget is ultimately approved, pro-life pregnancy centers will soon be eligible for federal grants to protect them from abortion Paul, comments? Well, again, uh, I think uh, Richard said it best, uh, as, as did you, Jess. Uh, there is a, uh, uh, when we look at the Justice Department, it seems like it's the Department of Injustice, uh, because never has, you know, have we had the luxury in, when it comes to enforcing the law as to, to pick and to choose uh, you know, who, who gets the law. Again, uh, justice is supposed to be blind, but uh, we see a full throttle attack. No surprise, Jess, no surprise. And I think that uh, people who are going to be involved in this type of work, uh, because they are spiritual people, a lot of them, this is why they have the fortitude. This is why they, they don't give up. This is why they stand firm, because they won't. They won't give up. Why? Because their cause is a righteous cause. It's a noble cause. And they're fighting the cause of Christ. You, you know, Paul, uh, when I hear you talk, you're not talking as somebody who's anti-government. You're some. You're talking as no. somebody who's worked for the government for my life, be, be, my, my entire life, 40 years, your entire life. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like you're anti-government, but you're just being objective at this point in time because you you see you you've seen life for many years through the lenses of the gospel and this is why even though you've worked for the government all your life in the military and law enforcement uh you're objective because you you got that 2020 Jesus vision you look at life through the focals of the gospel you don't look at life like a secular humanist so you can be objective even though you've worked all your life for the government right that's absolutely correct um and let's not forget that, you know don't let this escape your thinking, Jess. Our government, uh, uh, and particularly um, the Democratic Party, uh, has been undergoing a transformation. You know, I'm not, you know, I mean, I get it. There's a lot of Americans that are happen to be Democrats, and I'm not, I'm not anti-Democrat in that way. But I understand and have been educated on the fact that a lot of the philosophical viewpoints that they have adopted are literally Marxist and they and, and not compatible with a Christian worldview. What say you? <laughs> yeah, that's that's you know, as as I listen to this person talking about the pregnancy centers being attacked since May, uh, as an American I can honestly tell you, Paul, right now, right now, I don't trust my government. And that's a sad statement. Mm. That that I as an American would would say that statement publicly that I don't trust my government right now. Wow. And and to me, you know the people that are getting rich, Paul? 
all the people that are involved in insider trading, uh, these guys are enriching themselves while people all over the world, the blue-collar people, the rank-and-file, the hoi polloi, they're suffering. All yeah. the insider trading people, they are making money hand over fist with this great reset, with this, uh, you know, this whole uh, yes. you know, 2030 project. Yeah. Uh, and and well, I'll tell you, Paul, I, I, another thing, as an American, I'm also, I find myself embarrassed to, to find, uh, to see my country's actions, especially under Joe Biden. He's a Catholic. His, yeah. his lack of diplomacy, his proxy wars, the, the oligarchy, the deep state, the greed, the arrogance of our elites, it knows no boundaries. And that deeply embarrasses me as a Catholic and as an American. Yes. And, you know, Jess, uh, think about it in, in, in these terms. The government is no more than, you know, the outward apparatus to which, you know, society and, uh, you know, those who govern uh, interact. But this is deeper than just the government, because in the end, uh, our government essentially has been hijacked. Yeah. by special interest groups and these special inter interest groups just they uh they are filthy rich they are empowered by the almighty dollar and we know what sacred scripture says about that that uh, a love of money is the root of all yeah. kinds of evil and it's this and it's this desire for money and power you know, these are the, the things that Satan offers, right, uh, in order to bring about his worldview. This is what has hijacked um, uh, the governments around the world. And so you have these corporate elites that are the ones uh, behind the curtain pulling the levers, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah, Paul, it's um, I, I know most people right now, more than half the country has buyer's regret. Mm. More than half the country wants this whole administration replaced. And uh, it, it's a shame. Any person who contributed to putting these these evil people in power, uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're feeling the guilt in their moral conscience. They're saying, what did I do? Well, it's, some, some, yeah, Jess. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, not all. And, and like, again... Yeah. You know, this is a you want you want to talk about a conspiracy theory. Uh, when we when we understand that uh, the news media, who is again, uh, how does that uh, apparatus work? Money mm. sponsorship, right? Mm. Uh, so 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 these people are bought and paid for by these corporations, these corporate elites that impose their will upon the uh the american people and so uh so so they're also actively involved in the brainwashing of so many people i mean why does it cost me you know millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to 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 to, to uh, win an election well it's because they're using that money in order to uh literally uh just uh, it's a deluge. I mean, don't you hate it, Jess, when uh, when election time comes around and you're just inundated with commercial after commercial on TV and just everywhere. It's just like uh, it's like uh, they just uh, they've gone crazy. And uh, yeah. 
and, and it's all about power. It's all about a, a thirst for power. Paul, here's another area where the Democrats are involved in child abuse. The uh, It's at the border. No. The, the government's controversial handling of the crisis at the southern border is another story that most people don't talk about. You got United Way, Catholic Charities, you got the Central American Refugee Center. All of them, all of them receive federal taxpayer funding for the work at the border. And that work is facing increasing scrutiny from elected officials trying to quell the violence and chaos. And you may think that these are charities, but the truth is these groups are hauling in millions of taxpayer dollars, that's your money, my money, under government contracts to facilitate illegal immigration, it's money laundering, and the systemic child abuse that happens at the border. Oh, yeah, Justin. How many of these children are coming across the border unaccompanied, you know, without their parents? This is the, this is a, a crime against humanity. And, you know, the Biden administration and the media are complicit. Yes. Well, here's one good uh, here's, here's one good news that there's a record number of Hispanic GOP candidates that seem to be running for office. Uh, there's a record of 102 Hispanic candidates to date for the House this cycle uh, that are running for 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 congressmen, congresswoman. And uh, Myra Flores from Texas, she says Hispanic values of faith, family, and hard work are Republican values. Amen. So they are. So so that's that's a good sign if we get the Hispanics, their eyes are being opened. But uh, Soros will have none of it. Soros is trying to buy. 18 Spanish language AM and FM radio stations ahead of the 2022 elections Mm. because he wants the Hispanic community to forget about God and family values. Jesus 911. Stick around. We'll be right back. Talk about the Biden administration. The top DOJ official calls them fake linens. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Psalm 69, verse 2. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. That's a good verse to have on your lips throughout the day. Also remember what St. Padre Pio says. St. Padre Pio says, pray hope and don't worry. Worry is useless. God is merciful and will hear your prayer. Amen. Amen. Remember, Jesus Christ even says in Matthew chapter 6, do you think that by worrying, you can add uh, you know, one more day to your time on planet Earth? No, no. You, there's nothing you can do, worrying, stress, anxiety. You can't add one day or diminish one day that's been written in the Lamb's book of life on planet Earth. So again, just let's keep our eyes on the ball. Let's keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Amen. And, and continue with obedience because not worrying and not doing anything, they're not synonymous, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, you know, so, so, so yeah, we, we, we don't worry about it because we know God is on the throne, but we obey God and we become the salt of the earth, the light of the world. And again, God, uh, that metaphor that Jesus used about the salt of the earth is so important because salt, whatever it comes into contact with, makes it salty. Amen. So one of Joe Biden's uh, top DOJ officials, she works for the Civil Rights Division. Her name is 
uh, Kristen Clark, she criticized the centers following following a, a Supreme Court decision issued in their favor in 2018. Clark mm-hmm. said the centers, which counsel pregnant women on alternatives to abortion, were harmful and predatory against women of color. She also mm-hmm. referred to them with with the hashtag expose fake clinics. And here's just something interesting. And she knows this because, again, any any black that's, that's well-read, and I'm, and I'm sure she is, they all know, but they just conceal this from the masses, that abortion was started by Margaret Sanger in the mid-20s. Eugenics. And, and, and she was the eugenicist. She wanted to build a perfect race. And one of the things that she wanted to do, in fact, uh, as, as part of her project, she had was called the Negro Extermination Project. This is on the internet. You can read her essays. And what she said, she said, we will get the educated, literate black men and women to push this to all the, you know, simple-minded black people in, in the black communities. And that's exactly what they've done. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, uh, uh, Barack Obama, uh, Jesse Jackson. That's exactly what they've done. Yeah, gotten educated, even clergy, uh, literate, well-read black uh, black leaders to push this as something seemingly innocent uh, to the black community, to the simple, you know, just to the simple folks just trying to pay their bills and go to work. Yeah, and uh, again, something as noble as the uh, as sacred scripture, Jess. When you understand that uh, sacred scripture uh, commands us to, uh, uh, you know, it, it warns us about certain things. So, example, uh, it, it moves us, to, it compels us to act on certain things. And so many people, uh, in, in particularly in the black community, they they don't seem to connect the dots between their religion and their politics, religion and politics. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you understand, I I was just telling a friend of mine the other day, I said, don't you know God says to Jeremiah, concerning the prophet Jeremiah, I knew you before I formed you in the womb, before I knit you together in the secret place. And he goes, where's that? He goes, you're gonna have to show me that, (laughs) you know? And it's One five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is uh, these, it's like, Religion. Uh, this is why the, the the word faith movement is so prevalent, you know, uh, among black churches because the center there is 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 wealth, materialism. God wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be wealthy, and this is what we're focused on. Uh, we we don't have time to focus on things like. Uh, uh, to talk about the fact that abortion is wrong. Talk about the fact that the you know the, the the family is has been devastated in the black community. The focus is all wrong. It's like uh, they have been hijacked to this these Luciferian satanic ideas that the world has embraced, and it's so sad to me when I see that. Yeah, Paul, I, I've read uh, that 80, 80 to eighty two percent of abortion clinics. Planned Parenthood, Family Planning Associates, and others—they are—they are in black communities or Hispanic communities. Mm. Eight out of ten abortion clinics. Is, is that a coincidence? No, I, I was going to say by design. <laughs> yeah, 
again, and and this is it's it's sad that again because this lady Kristen Clark, she's a she's a lawyer for the civil rights division under the Biden administration. Um, she's going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ, and everything that came out of your mouth and every action that you did is going to be judged by the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And there's only one way to get to heaven. It's called repent and believe in the gospel. And when we say repent, we're saying do an about face. Turn your back on the world, turn your back on Satan, and turn your face towards God and walk in that direction for the rest of your life. Mm. That means you must be formed by God's word. Yeah. Obviously, Christian Clark is not formed by God's work. As, I, as you, you can read this article and you can see what she says. Uh, it's just a you know, typical liberal, liberal pablum. But uh, once again, Paul, I'm sure 30, 40, 50 years ago, she was probably raised in a black church. No doubt. She was probably in a choir. She was probably singing those beautiful Jesus spiritual hymns. Mm-hmm. And here she is now later in life with a law degree. She's turned her back on all of that, Paul. Professing to be wise, just they became fools. You know, sacred scripture tells us just man shall not Romans live by yeah. bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Not, you know, we're not cafeteria Christians where we can pick and choose which words we want to obey. Every word. We shall live by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And, uh, and and first and foremost, that comes to understand that man was created in the Imago Dei. He was created in the image of God. And that makes us unique. I mean, for all those people that love animals, God bless you. Animals are you know a gift to us from God. But they in no way, shape, or form uh, rise to the level of man and uh, the moral conscience that God has given man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, also, Paul, is uh, one of these days, every single one of us will close our eyes, our heart will stop. Yep. We'll stand before the judgment seat of Christ. But guess what? Hmm. At that moment, it will have been too late. You must have repented and had that interior conversion and surrendered yourself to Jesus on this side of eternity. Yep. It's too late once you die and you say, Oh no, no, I, 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 I can I yeah. change my, can I change my vote? Can I change my but, mind? But I had a degree, but I was, but I was, uh, I was involved in the, in a, in a certain administration. Yeah. You know, uh, I can't hear you, Paul. What happened? Okay. Go ahead. God is not a respecter of man. Uh, you know, that he, God's not, uh, uh, th- those things don't impress God, Jess, uh, 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 who you aligned yourself with. The only thing that God cares about is, did you, uh, were you a disciple of Jesus Christ? Did you yeah. embrace uh, my son? Uh, because there's no name under heaven and earth that men must be saved except Christ Jesus the righteous. That is not just some words, Jess. That is the fact. God is lovingly telling us, uh, listen, uh, uh, it, this is why it's important, Jess. And, 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 you know, a lot of people aren't popular. We have this 
uh, unfortunately, in today, the spirit of the age is this false ecumenism that's going around out there that uh, that you can be uh, 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 any other religion and it's okay because see, you're seeking after God in your own way. No, no, that's not what the church has taught over 2000 years. Uh, that's not what made Israel unique among the, 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 the nations of their day. What made them unique and what's important is the object of your faith. Who, who is it that you are worshiping? Because if you are worshiping anybody other than the one true God, then you are worshiping a false God and that will lead you to hell. Amen. The greatest man in history, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he had no servants, yet we call him master. Amen. He had no degree, yet we call him teacher. Yes. He had no medicines, yet we call him the divine physician. He had no army, yet kings feared him. He won no military battles, yet he conquered the world with his love. Mm. He committed no crime, yet they crucified him. Yep. He was buried in a tomb predicted his resurrection, rose from the grave, and he lives today. Paul, I feel honored to serve such a leader and a Lord who loves us and who keeps his promises, and he's coming back. Amen. And remember, Jesus says, if you denied me before men, I will deny you before my Father in heaven. Remember that. If you deny yep. me before men... I will deny you before my Father in heaven. Catholic. Yes, yes. Never, ever, ever deny yes. faith in Jesus Christ. And and what will a man give in exchange for his soul, Jess? What will a man give? Is there anything worth your 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 immortal soul, Jess? You know what I mean? Uh, there's nothing, nothing, nothing worth your soul. And so if you're out there listening, uh, it's not, uh, you know, uh, you know, acquiring all the real estate. It's not uh, all whatever your thing is, materialism, uh, sex, drugs and rock and roll. Any of those things are not worth your soul. Yes. Yes. Jesus 911. That's a wrap. Two man car. We're out. Uh, E.O.W. End of watch up next. You'll hear more in a, in a couple of minutes from Gary Machuda from Hands-On Apologetics coming to us from the Midwest Command Center. As for us, Jess Romero, Paul Clay, two lovers of Jesus, two lovers of Mary, yes. we are out. We'll see you next time. Same Christ time, same Christ channel. God bless you. Keep the faith. Amen. Amen.